If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Mark and Sarah talk about songs, talk about songs, talk about songs. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you're curled up next to someone you love here for episode three of America's Damp 40 on Mark and Sarah Talk About Songs. I am your host, Mark Blankenship, and joining me as ever is the just... I don't even know soggy Sarah D. Bunting. Sure, we'll go with that today. Hello, Sarah. Hello. Uh, give me a second. I'm trying to find my diaphragm. Welcome back, everybody. I did actually have a diaphragm back in the day, <laughs> like 20 years ago. It was vintage even then. Uh, kind of like me. Welcome back, everybody, to America's Damn 40, episode three, where songs 11 through 15 will be joining the countdown. Mark is going to read you those songs and bring us up to date on some chart movement from last time in just a second. Before he does that, let me remind you that you can find out what's going on, the latest in the charts, who's rising, who's falling, who's entering the fray at patreon.com slash mastass. That is our Patreon page. We do welcome your support. But if uh, you're a little tight right now, finance-wise... That's fine. This is open to everybody, and we hope that you will participate and join the fun. We have a ton of fun thinking about this, and we'd love to have you along. Mark, where are we in the moist charts? Well, when last we left off, we had an exciting new top five. At In fifth place was Babe by Styx, a holdover from episode one. In fourth place, coming in strong as a new entry was Chevy Van by Sammy Johns. The police are still investigating. Uh, in third place was, was Arthur's Theme by Christopher Cross. In second place was the late but certainly moist Paul Davis with Cool Night. And in first place for a second consecutive week, Baby Come Back by Player. Sarah, Baby Come Back proving to be a quite titanic performer here uh oh i'm sure that it would like you to think it's a titanic performer if you know what i mean uh-huh uh-huh uh yeah that's um that is not a surprise the current uh the current top five is not a surprise to me but we have got some heavy weights coming in swinging <laughs> yeah. this week uh, before we start discussing the newest five can you run them down by name for the listeners Oh my God, get ready, y'all. This week, it's Dance With Me by Orleans. Don't You Dare Cry Out Loud by Melissa Manchester. Don't Let Me Be Lonely Tonight by James Taylor. Hello by Lionel Richie. 
And here you come again by your angel and mine, Dolly Parton. Oh, boy. Um, You may be putting me in a Chevy van and driving it over a cliff when we get to that ranking, but let's start at the beginning. We go in alphabetical order, listeners, as you know. That means we're starting with Dance With Me by an extremely moist band and location, Orleans. Shall we hear a clip? I mean, let's just go for it. Yes. I want to be a partner, can't you see? The music is just starting, night is calling, and I am falling, dance with me. Fantasy could never be so killing, I feel free. I hope that you are willing, pick the beat up. Oh boy. I love this song unironically, but that is not the assignment. The assignment is to assess how moist it is. Uh, I don't know what your opinion is of whether dancing is a euphemism or how moist the use of a melodica is. I would say it's pretty moist. Um, Or how it might affect your rankings to know that they did a cover of this on the Brady Bunch Variety Hour. That's, I mean, that's not exactly moist, but it's it's something. <laughs> it's a lot. Um, but there is a certain, um, there is a certain hectoring transactional quality to like, I want to be your partner. Dance with me. No, dance with me. No, seriously, dance with me. Like for those of us who are, who don't necessarily enjoy dancing or like doing it in front of other people, that guy at the wedding, your wedding accepted, notably, (laughs) uh, this like false promise of like, we're in this together. It's going to be great. You know, don't be a stick in the mud. Like there's just something that that is very, um, d- I don't know how to put it. Like that, this is right in the center lane of what we're talking about in America's damn forty. That it's like, yes, this seems like a sweet romantic um, offer of rated, possibly PG um, activity, but. lurking beneath the surface is the the you know penis at half mast so um i i do love this song i love orleans they're so so soft rock bless their hearts but i have this dead in the center out of 15 it's an eighth with eight points well i actually did go back and forth about whether or not dancing is just dancing Sometimes a cigar is just a cigar. Yeah, sometimes, and it may be here. I think I, I chose to believe that dancing is just dancing because it was written with his wife, mm, the guy yes. who wrote this song. <laughs> right, um, true. And I just feel like probably it's just dancing, I think, I guess. But I also really love this song, as cheesy as it is. And they also have another hit, Orleans, called Still the One. Mm-hmm. You're still the one. Mm-hmm. You still have fun. You're still the one. Anyway. That song, I really like that. Yep, same. Orleans is good. They have, ladies and gentlemen, one of the most unintentionally homoerotic album covers of all time, the band Orleans. <laughs> yes, they do. 
just do yourselves a favor. Google Orleans album cover gay and you will see a group of completely shirtless and it is implied totally nude men with their arms around each other staring appreciatively at each other's just out of the frame crotches. It's so in a way charming that people that these dudes are so clearly straight that they didn't even occur to them that that might read the way it reads. I, you can also find this on our Twitter account. Just, Oh yeah. I've, I've tweeted that album cover when we announced this whole season. (laughs) In fact, yes, that's true. I could Uh not help myself. Yeah. Um, it's also worth noting that John Hall, the lead singer and co-writer of this song, went the way of Sonny Bono and eventually became a member of Congress. He represented New York in the House of Representatives from 2007 to 2011. So, you know, good for you, uh, John. Not, okay. not shabby. Mm-mm. Um, now, I will say that I found this song to be a bit moister than thou. I felt that the, again, the simpering, it's not quite simpering because nobody's like whining, but there is, like you said, a sort of low key hectoring quality. Mm-hmm. So I actually put this song for the purposes of this week, at least in fourth place. Wow. Which okay. is 12, 12 points from Blanco and the patrons were in between us. They put it in fifth place and gave it 11 points. Okay. Now, next, we have a song that was co-written by Peter Allen and uh, Carol Bayer Sager. They've already appeared on this countdown with the song Arthur's Theme. They are back, back, back again with the song Don't Cry Out Loud, which was performed by Melissa Manchester. It reached number 10. Oh, I should also mention that Dance With Me reached number 6 in America. Melissa Manchester reached number 10 with don't cry out loud and um i mean baby cried the day the circus came to town and here's a little clip that explains that i know a lot about her cause you see baby is an awful lot like me don't cry out loud (laughs) just keep it inside Now, here comes a key change. We will leave aside the irony of the fact that when she's telling someone not to be loud, she is the loudest of all. Okay. Uh, We will leave aside the fact that Melissa Melissa Manchester's Ethel Mermanish wide vibrato (laughs) is perhaps not the most pleasant sound. (laughs) Uh, And just get right down to the dampness of the thing. I do honor the bombast of this song. It is designed for a certain type of perfumed diva or vintage drag queen it's so drag it's so drag that's right in my notes in caps so it is so it is drag in the way that a turban with a jeweled clasp yes drag there are no small songs only small singers (laughs) it is drag in the way that 
going to Halloween as Elizabeth Taylor right after her tracheotomy is dragged. Oh, God, yes. So (laughs) that being said, (laughs) I'm not sure how moist the song is, but the the bathos, the bathos of the song is undeniable because this is a song that pretends to be about someone else's pain, but is actually about the singer's pain. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you can just be a, that much of a drama queen to make it always about you and add in the shamelessness of a circus metaphor that you just refuse to let go, I'm here for that. So, but from a moisture perspective, I ended up putting this song in ninth place, Sarah, and gave it seven points. And in a complete inversion, the patrons put it in seventh place and gave it nine points. Well, speaking of inversions, I feel like this song uh, lyrically is kind of an inversion of the the performed sensitivity for the purposes of getting it wet that we often point to as a hallmark of the damn 40 experience. <laughs> this seems more like we do. Um, completely serious advice to, um, you know, herself, let's face it to perform cold remove. And in fact, you could make the argument that this is some years later, the girl from the van who now has realized that she was at best taken advantage of um, and that her substance misuse disorder put her in... um, positions that no one deserves to be in and that she was assaulted but it is still not considered okay to be transparent and um open about your pain in in this you know in that situation so her advice to both herself and the listener is not to cry out loud um because you have to perform strength as a late seventies, early eighties woman, and also rape culture does not care about you because you're a woman. Right. Um, this is not a correct interpretation of this probably, but once I had that idea in my head that this was like a character from another rapey song, basically just like removing the cover of a well and singing her, trauma into it and then covering the well back up which would explain some of the timbre but not all of it uh i i kind of couldn't dislodge that idea from my mind with all of that said that's not that moist um and i'm actually shocked that this only how high did it get number 10 it only picked at number 10 and it is a song that has held on i feel so i feel like at that time like when i was a child that this was on um that and the superior uh i'll never love this way again um were by miss dion warwick everywhere everywhere for like five years along with sailing by christopher cross but that's neither here nor there where we are with this is that i had it in 10th place overall with six points i do want to say that i think you really hit on why this song is so appropriate for a drag queen because this song is so strong in its concept of performing that feminine strength and the idea that there's something so 
draggy about gay men who are drawn to women who contain their emotions because women and gay men are both consistently lambasted for being too emotional. So there's no sweeter revenge than making a big, loud, emotional song about how you are not going to control about how you are not going to show your feelings. It's that right. delicious paradox of I am so strong that I can be loud about the things I say nothing about. That right. contradiction is very drag because it's so heightened and it also gets at something that's kind of a fuck you to the paradigm that drag is meant to challenge anyway. But and also the messiness is leaking out in um, uh, like around the edges as a as a um, signal to other people trying to contain similar um, unsympathized with mess for which right. the culture has insufficient compassion. Right. Yes. So this uh. song, this song is culturally doing a lot, but it's not doing it as damply as some. Uh, for instance, I would say that it is in fact, not nearly as damp as the next song on our countdown or list. This is, James Taylor's number 14 peaking, Don't Let Me Be Lonely Tonight. Save your goodbyes for the morning light But don't let me be lonely tonight Say goodbye and say hello It's enough good to see you but it's time to go Don't say yes, but please don't say no I don't want to be lonely tonight I've had this song stuck in my head for like three days. I'm not happy about it. I, The more I thought about this song, the less I liked it, its narrator, James Taylor, the word don't. Like, there's just something so, there is a thread of hatefulness in this story, I think. Well, it's where he says, damn you, at the end. He's like, damn you if you won't fuck me one last time. Yeah, go on, do as you please. Uh, You're not going to see me get down on my knees, which implies like, okay, like, we broke up probably because I was cheating on you, but you dumped me. Um, We're meeting at a bar down the street to exchange our stuff why don't we just go back to the apartment we used to share and fuck one last time you owe me that you broke my heart because i cheated on you like i, I just this is so like vengeful and incelly like the the more you sit with it the more it's like oh that guy is actually probably an underground magma lake of misogynist rage uh, yeah, the fact that the way he says damn in the most low key, gentle way tells you to mm-hmm. me, at least it tells me that there is a lot under the surface that's going to come out in some sort of Baroque serial killer with a plastic bag kind of. Yeah, way. Yeah, it's like very misleading in how gentle it is. And then there's like the clove sticks in the background and the twanging guitar. And it's like, this is a, you know, pretty sad song about love lost, except um this is totally the guy who's gonna grab your arm as you're trying to leave and like leave a bruise and be like what fuck you i was sad that was enough of a justification yeah 
Um, you and exist the lyric, in the service of my feelings. Yeah, and then there's this um, self-pitying saxophone tootling at the end that goes on for what feels like a week. The sound is extremely damp. The intent is extremely damp. This is my number three song at 13 points. Well, Sarah, I didn't put it quite that high, but I did put this song in fifth place because I agree mm-hmm. with you. This is a damp ass song. <laughs> like, and there is something about the fact that it's trying to mask all of this anger uh, yeah. with these sounds that just feels very much on brand for this countdown. And I will add that this is now the fourth Please Fuck Me One Last Time song. Uh-huh. We've got... Uh, well, no, maybe it's the third. Anyway, Angel of the Morning, Can We Still Be Friends, Cool Night, mm-hmm. Don't Let Me Be Lonely Tonight, and uh, even though we're not talking about it, it it all ladders up to I Can't Make You Love Me by Bonnie Raitt, which is the best version of this theme. Oh, my Except- God. Which actually, one time, came on the like CD shuffle while I was in bed with someone that I had just fucked for the last time. And it was like, can I get from the bed to the bathroom without crying? Answer, <laughs> no. Ugh. Yeah, uh, it just, you know, there really is a running theme in pop music about please just lie to me in the form of one last moment of banging. Yeah, and then and, be uh, gone before I wake up so that I can pretend it was all a dream. Yeah. Mm. You know, curiously to me, the patrons put this in next to last place, 14th, with only two points. Hmm. Interesting, I thought. Before we continue with the show, I wanted to talk a little bit about Noom. Noom uses the latest in behavioral science to empower people to take control of their health for good through a combination of psychology, technology, and human coaching on their platform to help millions of users meet their personal health and wellness goals. A lot of people face pressures to change themselves to fit other people's expectations, and the more freeing solution is to find things that work for you. Noom understands that everyone's weight loss journey is unique, and what works for someone else doesn't mean it'll work for you. That's why Noom's approach adapts to your lifestyle. It's flexible and focuses on progress, not perfection, allowing you to work toward goals at a pace that's comfortable for you. Noom Weight makes it easy to start your weight loss journey and stay on track with personalized lessons to help you gain confidence and practical knowledge, one-on-one coaching, and a cognitive behavioral approach that teaches you how to be mindful of your habits. 75% of Noom Weight users finished the program, and more than 60% of users that engaged with the program kept the weight off for a year or more. So start building better habits for healthier long-term results. Sign up for your trial at noom.com slash believe. Again, that's noom, N-O-O-M, dot com slash believe, B-L-E-A-V. All right. Well, um, I hope that he rises in the rankings uh, after people listen to this episode, because this is some championship, like, <laughs> best of Tar Heels Southern, passive-aggressive, like, Baby James is not that sweet. You heard. So remember that, yes, every song on our list does get to get re-voted on uh, with each new poll. So if you change your mind about a song, you think you put it too high or too low when you voted on it, 
go ahead and change that vote because the polls are open to all. I just said earlier patrons, but I meant listeners. If you are listening to this, you can go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash mastus to vote on any currently open poll, whether you are a patron or not. Uh, so one of the things I'm wondering, listeners, is if you will cast a vote for Lionel Richie's number one smash, Hello. Let's hear a clip. Hello. Is it me you're looking for? I can see it in your eyes. I can see it in your smile. You're all I've ever wanted. And my arms are open wide. Uh-huh. I should know just what to say. And you know just what to do. And I want to tell you so much. I love you. I'd just like to mention once again the all time barn burner karaoke performance of this by your friend and mine, Omar Gayaga, in Las Vegas, which concluded with him stalking to the edge of the stage and so- fake sobbing into a plastic plant. I carry this performance with me in my heart, always, and when I am sad, sometimes I bring it out to look at it. <laughs> and at Laugh and Smile, as I also do at this video, oh my god, I really had trouble ranking this separate from the video, which is like... Well, of course, yeah. I mean, or 80s um, narrative video with like you know he's playing a character and there's like scenes on either side of the actual like music part and then he's in love with a blind woman who is his student and it's this weird like stocky um differential which the video solves on behalf of the song by making it clear that she also has lady wood for him she Fine. somehow manages to sculpt a perfect bust of Lionel Richie, which is, I think, a rather terrifying looking object in this video. <laughs> Agree. I um, I think that this is actually fairly moist, though, because when you leave aside the video, the video actually pulls back a little of this. Not hypocritical, but just like. Uh, specious maybe or dubious let's say um story in which this guy i mean first of all like your heart will overflow okay um (laughs) i'll tell you time and time again like you're not there's not gonna be any talking um there's just gonna be the jackhammer and nobody goes home happy um yeah you get the feeling that this guy is so nervous that this would last all of 30 seconds and it would be like what including uh, getting the getting the belt buckle undone um the the lyrics are really right on that line which is sort of across pop music between um relatable unrequited love and longing and fantastical ideation and mm. stalking and pathological compulsive like obsession so um, I, I don't, uh, I don't think that Lionel Richie as a person is on the wrong side of that line, but I, 
I think that pop music generally benefits from uh, blurring that line. And this is definitely, this song thinks that it is sincere in its emotion, but <laughs> but the percussion is provided by the sound of fapping. And <laughs> I just do not think that this is actually a sincere love song so much as it is like, do not touch any of the socks in young Lionel's room. <laughs> uh, I am disgusting and I am sorry. And I put this in fifth place. <laughs> With eleven points. Well, wait, why do you keep socks in your bedside? Don't touch those. <laughs> Is are these socks in your glove compartment? Don't touch them. <laughs> Is this a sock in your oversized '80s microwave? Don't touch that. <laughs> oh my God! How a sock would have gotten into the microwave? I can't even. <laughs> oh, Carrie is so very. <laughs> Oh, Lionel well, Richie I have to go itchy. and answer the door to the police and surrender. <laughs> Before I go, once again, I rank this in fifth place. 11 points. What did you so, do with it? I. <sighs> okay. <laughs> I have learned about myself that I love this format because it allows me to make big swings and then think about them later. Like in episode two. I put Chevy van in first place because yeah, for that week I was like, Oh my God. But this week for me, I dropped it all the way down to 11th because I actually thought that some of the points you made Sarah last week were quite strong. Um, this week, hello is jumping in at number one for me <laughs> because the music video is not separable from the song. Yeah. And the idea that that hideous looking clay sculpture is supposed to be a love object is so hilarious to me. And it's so perfect about the slightly misguided sentiment of all moist songs where you think you're saying one thing, but we hear you saying another thing. Yeah. Yeah. You think you've sculpted a, you think you've sculpted a, bust you've actually sculpted some sort of demonic talisman and then she's the, feeling his face and she still has a you know her hands are all clayy and it's like but if you didn't feel his face before now how did you even i mean it's like the the less we think about it the better for our um sexual appetites i yeah, think yeah justice for the future mrs lionel anyway but i also really do love the nasal quality of lionel richie's vocal here because uh -huh. it's that desperate sad wine that you really do feel like is appropriate for the, this type of narrator. Um, so that is why this week I have dropped Mr. Richie into first with 15 points and the listeners put Mr. Richie in third place with 13 points. But I do want to say that he was only one vote out of second place, which went ultimately to Arthur's theme for the listeners this week. Still, uh, but it was a very close, like Lionel, Lionel Richie came on strong and I suspect that he will do quite well with the listeners for the remainder of this season. I would, I would also like to say that 
if you sir if you go and google like you know lionel richie commodore's outfits and then just look at some of the images like (laughs) commodores in general and then lionel richie at that time like was they're wearing these like red lame spacesuit situations that are like they're demented but they're also extremely hot um that band was extremely hot it was just like stinky funky music to get laid with and by and for and then for him to transition to this soft rock staple and to with this song manage in my imagination to delete his genitals yeah the like you know jerk off references aside that this is like you know, seven or eight years prior, the iteration of Lionel Richie is like sex in a spacesuit. And <laughs> now it's like, absolutely not. And furthermore, I'm calling the campus police. Like, it's amazing and not in a yeah. bad way. And I think Lionel Richie, as far as I have ever been able to tell, has a very healthy um sense of himself in context and a sense of humor about himself like he appeared on felicity as himself and was fine with like javier obsessing about him so i don't know right i'm not sure if this is a good thing or not that this was his transition into 80s-ness was like obsessive suck use (laughs) well and don't forget that just before this he had also created the crotchless hit endless love with diana ross oh god which is one it's endless is the right word for that song it sure is woof and uh yeah i i I think that you're so right that he went from space sex in a spacesuit to I have my own Carol in the library so that no one can watch me as I take out this sock. Yeah. (laughs) Or he has a crazy wall with the pictures of the bust on it and some shiny red string. Like I, Oh, and inexplicably there's like serial mascots up there, like two can Sam. We don't know why. Yeah. Um, but then dancing on the ceiling is a bop still, in my opinion. I think I was the only one who really liked that song, but I love that song. And also, do you remember the bridge of Say You, Say Me, where it just goes into this crazy other type of sound? That's a weird spacesuit moment. And I feel like that song is the Commodores breaking through uh, 80s Lionel Richie and saying, no, dude, shake it just a little bit. Yeah. Remember this? Remember um, fucking in the airlock? Woo! How? Remember Brick House? (laughs) Yeah, that was about (laughs) somebody's fine ass. Is something preventing you from achieving your goals? Is something interfering with your happiness? Check out BetterHelp.com slash Mark and Sarah. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. Better yet, you connect in a safe, private, online environment. It's so convenient, you don't even have to put on shoes. And you can start communicating in under 48 hours. BetterHelp isn't a crisis line or self-help. It's professional counseling done online and securely. You can message your counselor anytime and get timely and thoughtful responses. And you can schedule weekly sessions, video or regular phone. Remember those? No commute, no waiting room, and no feeling like you're stuck with a counselor who isn't a good fit. 
BetterHelp is committed to setting up great therapeutic matches. If you need to change counselors, it's easy and free. And if your ears perked up at the word free, get this. BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is available too. Not in the U.S.? No problem. BetterHelp is available for clients worldwide. And you can find the particular counseling expertise you need online. There's no need to stick with the pros who are geographically near you. BetterHelp's licensed professionals specialize in everything from depression and anxiety to stress and anger, family conflicts, grief, sleep problems, trauma, self-esteem, relationships, and LGBTQ concerns. And of course, anything you share is confidential. It's convenient, it's affordable, and it's legit. You can head to BetterHelp.com reviews for testimonials from other folks. We want you to start living a happier life today. As a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting our sponsor at betterhelp.com slash Mark and Sarah. Join over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health at betterhelp.com slash Mark and Sarah, M-A-R-K and S-A-R-A-H. Thanks, BetterHelp. Anyway, well, now that brings us to the final song. And I would just like to say before we even start that my husband, Andrew, has let it be known for the record. He does not think this song is moist at all. Um, He said it so many times that I felt like I needed to just let the world know that Andrew protests this inclusion of Here You Come Again by Dolly Parton. Okay, but we'll get to why it's here in a second. But without further ado, here is a clip. Sarah, I love this song so much. It I is- uh, I love this song like a human fucking relative. I love this song. I suspect that it's only in here because we love it. <laughs> yes. But I'm um, with Andrew. Is- this shit is not voiced at all. Like she is she's annoyed that she's down to fuck, but she's down to fuck. It's like the cool night guy called her up and she was like, well, why not? <laughs> Because as is so often a theme in Dolly Parton's music, if you put on the right outfit, she will fuck you. Yeah. She's like, well, your ass looks really good in those pants. So, uh-huh. yeah, okay. Or even if it doesn't, she'll be like, take those off before you try another pair. <laughs> <laughs> um, This song was Dolly Parton's big crossover mm-hmm. into pop music. And uh, it reached number three on the Hot 100. It was written by no less than Barry Mann and Cynthia Vile. So, you know, Mm -hmm. well done. Uh, It was also a number one hit on the country charts, and it really did set the stage for the next few years of Dolly Parton as both a a country star and a crossover pop star. This song begat Two Doors Down, begat Nine to Five, begat Islands in the Stream. Mm -hmm. And uh, I do agree with you. It's not moist at all. But one of the reasons I'm happy it's here 
is that it is a soft rock hit of the late 70s, like all of the other songs here. And to me, it's valuable to have it in the conversation because by talking about why it isn't moist, it maybe helps us get more clearly into the understanding of what makes something moist. You know what I mean? I agree. And I think this goes back to something we were talking about in our previous episode about country music existing sort of outside of moisture. Like, uh, and I, I still don't feel like I've exactly nailed down how to explain it. Although I feel like I recognize what's either missing or super present in country music that, that sort of precludes it from moist consideration. But, um, you know, there are so many reasons Uh, from a content standpoint, why this isn't particularly damp. Um, She is not in denial or encouraging anyone to think something emotionally that is not the truth. Um, It it is basically a country song. Mm -hmm. It's also Dolly Parton. So because this is an emotionally intelligent and fairly deft and witty, usually, uh, song creator and narrator. Um, like, she's not an unreliable narrator, so there's that. And um, sh- her persona is both very country, but also very uh, competent and forthright. Like, there's not... Um, it doesn't Dolly shift Park around that much. In- Dolly Parton is incapable of simpering, even when she's sad. Right. Um, And she, uh, here again, you have an inversion, possibly because it's a woman artist, but I think you have an inversion of, or object of, or character in another song, possibly Cool Night, possibly Baby Come Back, that like, you know, Ron Moss of Player strolls by in a Speedo and she's like, look, I'm not proud of it, but sometimes when it's a three-quarter moon, you just close your eyes and think of England. Like, uh, that's fine. And that is one of the things that we love about Dolly Parton, that she's like, it's very annoying that we are all, you know, human and have genitals that sometimes tell us what to do. But this is not, it's not uh, hypocritical, it's not specious, it's not pretending to be something that it isn't, and it's not sad really like it might be a little irritated at itself but it's yeah it's resigned more than it's sad yeah um and it's also resigned to the fact that like she's gonna fall for it and then she's gonna go and drink mimosas with her girlfriends and be like god damn it and they'll be like him again (laughs) and she'll be like look the thing is that he can go all night and he did and could someone please get me some more coffee like uh, i mean and i respect that and also the song is just so fun to sing along to and those little like guitar Phillips in the middle like this is a great great song but it is in dead last for me um because I think that there is in country music a sometimes there is an irony that dries everything out and um I or like a just winking quality that I think is present here but at other times country is both serving not saccharine but like is serving sentiment but in a very self-aware 
mm. way that keeps it from being um that keeps it from being dishonest and there is i think the dishonesty is a key element of the moisture i am the emotional dishonesty i think i finally nailed it down i think that you're right um the dishonesty is key to moisture and country music often is not dishonest it's very forthright i am so curious to see what happens in a few episodes when lionel richie writes a song for kenny rogers that we talk about oh my god What's that going to be? But we'll get there soon mm-hmm. enough. Um, well, so, I don't know when we're going to fold him on that, but uh, I guess we'll find out. So you put this song in last place. I put it in second to last place, 14th uh, place, <laughs> two points. The only reason it's above Baker Street is that at least it is about sex. Yeah, true. <laughs> Baker Street just isn't about sex at all. Um, <laughs> and the patrons uh, put it in 11th, which gives it five points. So mm-hmm. high, high marks for artistic excellence. but. Very low marks for moisture for Ms. Dolly Parton. Yeah. Uh, and now, as is the custom, we are going to use the magic of technology to elide the moment where Sarah and I go figure out these the rest of these rankings. We'll be back in a second. Yeah. Here we come again. Welcome back, everyone. Well, uh, Dolly Parton, this is the only time that she will ever appear last in a countdown that we ever do, I think, Mm -hmm. is in this context. But she is last with eight points uh, in 15th place. Uh, That means that for the first time in this season, Art Garfunkel has climbed out of the basement. He's now 14th with 11 points. And then 13th with 12 points is Baker Street. A massive tumble down the charts all the way from fourth place to 12th place. It's Chevy Van. Um, I think that that just goes to show the power of analysis, Sarah. Well done <laughs> on slaying that particular dragon. Thank, thank you. Um, then in, um, hold on, 15th, 14th, 13th, 12th. Yes, and then in 11th place, we have Angel of the Morning uh, with 18 points. And then in 10th place, we have Eagles, Best of My Love with 19 can We Still Be Friends by Todd Rundgren is in ninth place with 21 points. Don't Cry Out Loud uh, by Melissa Manchester makes its debut on our countdown today at eighth in eighth place with 22 points. Babe by Styx uh, hangs on at number seven with 24 points. Sixth place is Don't Let Me Be Lonely Tonight Because I Might Just Shoot You in the Face by James <laughs> Taylor with 26 points. And now, Sarah, our top five entering the chart at number five with 31 points is the homoerotic hilarity of Dance With Me by Orleans. (laughs) Um, 
fourth place, sliding down one spot every week. Uh, this last week it was number three. This week it's number four. It's Arthur's theme uh, with 33 points. And now we get to our podium for this week. Hello by Lionel Richie blasts onto the chart at number three. <laughs> as, it the, as it were. As it were. Socks flying everywhere with 39 points. <laughs> and with only one point more, Paul Davis maintains his state, uh, status at second place with 40 points. And once again, the unstoppable force that is Baby Comeback by Player with 43 points. And for the, those of you wondering, the patrons had it in first, and both Sarah and I had it in second. So that's more than enough for it to average out into first place. Uh, next week, of course, we will be adding five more songs, and we'll see if Player can continue to be the wettest of them all. So next week, we'll be back with five more contenders. Sarah, who's going to be entering the fray? Oh my God! Well, I player better um, <laughs> player better get itself correct because we will be discussing Steely Dan's Hey Nineteen. Ambrosia's How Much I Feel. Oof. I'd really love to see you tonight by England Dan and John oh. Ford Coley. I honestly love you by Olivia oh. Newton John. And then trying to <laughs> trying to pull this back from the brink of saccharin is I'm not in love by 10 CC. We've got a couple of controversial entries, and then I would say three absolute no doubt moist hits that are going to have to fight with each other and the rest of the countdown it's it's going to be amazing so songs 16 through 20 next week and we're looking forward to talking about them with you so once again patreon.com slash you do not have to be a paid subscriber to our patreon page to join the fun but of course we welcome you and your socks <laughs> Mark and Sarah Talk About Songs is hosted by Mark Blankenship, that's me, and Sarah D. Bunting. That's me. I also edit the podcast, which is a proud member of the Believe Network. Learn more at BLEAV.com. To learn more about us, submit song requests, get a pop chart reading, or buy a Mastis book, visit our website at MarkandSarahTalkAboutSongs.com. You'll also find all of our social media links there, too. That's Mark and Sarah with an H, TalkAboutSongs.com. And for even more content and access to the Mastass Happy Hour, become a Patreon supporter at patreon.com slash Mastass. Thanks for listening. With my goodness, and I'll fight him with my strength. And if that don't work, my good friend, I'll hit him, hit him with the kitchen thing. Yeah, ha, boss, I'm Superman. I'm Superman. Sarah talk about songs talk about songs talk about songs thank you for listening to Believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube
You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.